Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. And so like when you really take the time to stop and talk to someone and actually hear what is truly in their heart. I don't know. You just feel alive. More personal, more vulnerable, more open, more fucking real than ever. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? I'm Kayla Rose, and this is Skinny Dipping. The Rebirth. You've arrived at your destination. most lonely feeling is not having nobody to spend time with, but rather spending time with people who make you feel alone. Connection can be the most beautiful thing in the world when it is deep and authentic and true to ourselves, but when it is not, it can be one of the most draining activities us as humans experience in our lifetime, and I know you know this feeling. Through deeper conversations and asking the right questions comes deeper connection and more soulful fulfillment. And today, I have the perfect person to talk about this concept and idea with. And hopefully we can all learn something about asking the right questions, moving past small talk, and therefore creating deeper connections and deeper fulfillment within our life. Kalina Silverman is a brilliant documentary journalist and entrepreneur for the amazing company Big Talk, where they create events, tools, and services to help people move past small talk and into deeper connection, and just an amazing adventurer in life and a nature lover. She has this amazing TED Talk with over like 6 million views or something like that, and you absolutely need to check it out after this podcast. But Beyond all the qualifications and everything that she has created within this physical world, Kalina is just an amazing person. She is real, and that's what I truly love about her. From the moment that I met her through a mutual friend in Maui, I was like, this girl, this girl has something very, very special about her. It's very obvious that she cares, like, and not a lot of people just genuinely give a fuck and care about other people, and uh, it honestly makes me emotional because I love when I see that in other people because I feel like it's a recognition of What we see in other people can sometimes be what we want to see or what we see within ourselves. And what I've loved about her is her authenticity and her true care for the cause of connection. So, skinny dipping fam, let's bring in the beautiful Kalina. 
Hello, you can come to the mic now. Hello, thanks for having me. There were so many times during that intro where I just wanted to give you a hug. I'm very, very excited to bring you on. Skinny dipping is all about stripping down and diving in on conversations about vulnerability and connection. And, and so it's kind of right up your alley, right? Like totally. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. Yay. Amazing. So guys, I just want to jump right into this episode. But before, of course, make sure to subscribe if you're new. Hit the download button. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? Yay. Oh, amazing. Okay. Honestly, I have a couple serious questions and conversations that I want to dive into with you around, you know, how to deepen our connections and create meaningful conversations. But first, I feel like we cannot go any farther without you kind of giving us a rundown on, you know, you, your story, how Big Talk came to be, what is Big Talk and where is it at now? So I'm just going to let you have the floor right here. Sure. So I started Big Talk about eight years ago uh, when I started college for the first time. It was my first time moving to a new city by myself, and I felt really, really lonely, and I couldn't understand why. I was surrounded by new people every day. I was going to parties, um, signing up for activities, but I would come home at the end of the day, and I would just cry alone in my room, and I just felt so disconnected. And one night, I was Skyping with a friend, back when Skype was a thing. Yes, Skype. (laughs) Yes, Skype. (laughs) I was Skyping with a friend, and we were having a really deep conversation. And this was like after I came back from some frat party or something. And I said, wow, I wish more conversations could be like this. And he said, yeah, screw small talk. And immediately the name Big Talk came into my mind. And I was studying broadcast journalism at the time. So that summer I had the opportunity to go um, make a few documentaries abroad, Mm -hmm. one in Ecuador about education and one in Germany about the Holocaust. So, you know, we had a few weeks in each country and we were walking up to strangers and diving right into their lives and basically making Big Talk, having these deeper conversations with them and hearing their stories and having all sorts of serendipitous and magical experiences because of that. And on my last day in Germany, I saw a question written on the Berlin Wall. And it said, what do you want to do before you die? And that really struck a chord with me. And I connected that question with the name Big Talk. And when I came back home uh, to Los Angeles, I thought, wow, I really don't want to lose that magic and serendipity I feel from being abroad. I want to recreate it um, right here at home. And so I kind of took the idea I had and tried this experiment where I walked up to strangers and skipped the small talk to ask them, what do you want to do before you die? And I talked to people from all walks of life, whether it was um, someone experiencing homelessness in Venice Beach or a really posh businessman in Beverly Hills or an elderly woman who had only come out as being a lesbian in her 50s um, or a teenage boy. I just talked to people from all walks of life and asked them that. that question. Oh, I love that. I like feel like both of us are kind of getting emotional because that that video like that you showed part of it during um, your TED talk, which you guys can go check out on YouTube. I was just like crying this morning about it because to hear people actually open up is so amazing because I feel like there's so many layers involved in getting somebody to open up. It's about like both of your willingness, you know, and it's also about making somebody feel safe enough. And I feel like that's the energy that you give. So when you were in Europe and, you know, you were doing the thing, what feeling was coming up for you when you were opening up those conversations and creating deeper connection? Like what emotion fueled you know, the purpose for this project? Like true soulful connection. Like I just feel like adults walk through the world with guards up. You know, even when we say hi to someone at a store or, you know, like a parking attendant and we're just having a transactional, it's like very much guarded. Like you're just going through a transaction. Mm. Um, And so like when you really take the time to stop and talk to someone and actually hear what 
is truly in their heart, that's when you like have a real, I don't know, you just feel alive. Mm -hmm. So when I was abroad, that's what we were doing. And I just felt so alive all the time. Oh, I love that. And now, like, I get that, like, even when I see the sunset, like, I just want to cry because I feel so alive. <laughs> and it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, that is, like, the goal in life is to, like, feel that way as much as possible because, like, life can be super overwhelming and draining and we can get stuck in the mundane and, like, for us to see, like, the beauty in everything and everyone by knowing their stories is so special. Thank you for sharing that story. And so when you came back and you created Big Talk, like what's been happening? Like what, what is the mission? What do you guys do? Like how do you guys get people to go beyond the small talk and to open up those bigger conversations? Before we go any farther, guys, we are going to take our shot of Magic Mind. And I am officially 14 days into this 14-day challenge of the world's first productivity shot where I can get all my energy and my focus without the jitters all this good stuff in it matcha adaptogens mushrooms and even a little bit of honey so it actually tastes really good it comes in one box with all these shots so that you can take it every single day so that you can feel the long-term effects of how well this product works with your brain and your body and trust me I am freaking feeling it so if you want to join the challenge with me and get some magic mind I have 20% off with you you can check the link in the description below or at magicmind.co slash 14 days of magic with the code all caps rebirth just let me know how it is because i've really liked it let's get into this episode what what is the mission what do you guys do like how do you guys get people to go beyond the small talk and to open up those bigger conversations so i made i made that one youtube video and it like sort of went viral back when you know you went viral on YouTube with yes. a few hundred thousand views. And I started getting people from all over the world reaching out to me, sharing their like deepest stories about how they were craving more meaningful connections in their lives. And I had like single moms reaching out to me. I had people in the military talking about how they were really yeah, struggling with that. vulnerability. Yeah. Um, I had models in Asia who, you know, it can be really superficial in the industry there, reach out to me about craving more meaningful connections. And so all these people were reaching out to me and saying, how can I join the big talk movement. Mm -hmm, um, cool. And I never thought of it like that when I first created <laughs> it. It was just, you know, a video born out of my own loneliness. And so I felt this like higher power calling me to work on big talk. I actually took a leave of absence from school and came back home and started giving workshops and like hosting big talk dinners with strangers. I, so I went to Singapore um, on a Fulbright research grant about how to use big talk to build empathy across different cultures. Mm. Um, and so I was testing out just like these questions, like questions like what do you want to do before you die, but other deep questions that people could relate to. Um, and so soon I started um, like turning these questions into a card game yes. and, and then leading workshops at different like nonprofits, companies, organizations, um, schools where people could learn how to skip the small talk to build more empathy. And recently I started hosting just like fun live music, big talk events in my community. So it's just kind of grown into this whole like movement and community and project. Like it's many different things. Yeah. Amazing. Well, first of all, amazing for you. You should be so proud of yourself with what you're doing like that. Thank you. It's literally amazing. And we need more people like you in the world. So when you were like talking to all these people, like, like from all over the world and they were asking you like, how do you do this? Did you see a common denominator for how not having those soulful connections, like how was it affecting them? Like, did you see a denominator? Like, why were people so fueled to come to you and be like, I need more of this in my life? Um, the common denominator was loneliness. 
um, fueled by just kind of modern day, I mean, I want to say capitalistic values. A hundred percent, a hundred percent capitalistic values. Yeah. People feeling lonely and disconnected because everyone around them was so go, 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 mm-hmm. um, including themselves. Like they forgot to check in with themselves. Like yeah. it's easy to complain about being lonely, but then realize that you're not reaching out either. Mm-hmm. And um, making the effort to have those deeper connections. Yeah. Yeah. And I think something about that first video where I asked people, what do you want to do before you die? I think that awakened something in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had people reaching out to me saying like, oh, because of this video, I've decided to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, or because of this video, I wanted to reach out to my like estranged brother or something like that. Um, I think it just came down to people like being awakened to what matters most in life to them and why have they been ignoring it for so long or neglecting it and usually out of fear. Totally. I just really want to dive into these questions, honestly, because I have lots of questions for you when thinking about big talk and big conversations. Like we know the purpose is to create more fulfillment, right? Kind of like that. that when I think about the deep conversations in my life and the deep connections in my life, I'm like, okay, like, I feel like they bring me fulfillment, they bring me joy, and they bring me purpose. And and that's why I want more of them. And I think it's so important to give people the why. Because if you don't make the effort, if you don't put in, you know, the energy and the effort that it takes to open up these conversations, like, it is this result of deep loneliness. And like, like you were saying, like lack of community from like capitalistic values and everyone being so like, I, 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 which I myself personally struggle with, you know, like I didn't grow up within a really close community. And I feel like that's something that creates a lot of purpose in people's lives. Would you say that's accurate or? Definitely. Um, I just saw this TikTok recently where this guy talked about third places, Mm -hmm. um, which is this concept of like, aside from work and home, there should be a third place that you go to to find community. Mm -hmm. It's actually really hard in our modern day world to find a third place that doesn't, that isn't a place where you have to spend money. Mm, Yeah, totally. That makes sense. And I feel like, yeah, having a third place, whatever that is for you is so, so important. I love that. So diving into big talk, what is like, do you have like some sort of strategy or formula that we could like give the viewers or that you could give me? Because I really want to walk away from this conversation with like really actionable steps being like, okay, I can apply this into my life. It's a concept, right? It's an idea. It's a concept, but there also are ways to turn concepts into like formulas or strategies. So do you have any, or like, how would people go about creating like more big talk in their life? Sure. So there's this common misconception from people who see my video that I walk up to every stranger I see and like hit them with a deep question. That's not really what I do. So first I find someone who I feel like has reciprocal energy to me. So if I'm walking down the street and I catch someone's eye and we smile at each other or someone just has a warm gaze, you can really feel it when someone's just like a genuine kind person. Those are the people I make big talk with or people who aren't um, like busy and in the middle of something. So like, it's always like, Um, like I go to the the park or like the beach boardwalk or like yesterday I made big talk with a security guard who was just sitting there by himself with a nice smile on his face. Um, so that's step number one is like approaching people who already seem like they could be open to big talk. Yes. I love that. Okay guys, step one, make sure the other person is open, like read the energy, read the vibe. Like we can all tell body language, just somebody making eye contact with you smiling. Yes. I love that. Okay. Step one. We love that. Yeah, so that, that's step one. And also, if you know someone already starts a small talk conversation with you, they're more likely to get into big talk later. Mm, cool. Um, and so then step two is um, like initial small talk, like saying your name, introducing yourself, just like um, it's called making a bid for connection in psychology terms. Okay. So you make a bid for connection, whether that's a smile, a hello, saying your name or asking a question or saying some sort of pleasantry. So you're kind of like testing out the waters in this moment, right? Yeah. Okay. You're seeing what's up. Okay. Yeah. So step two, make a bid for connection. 
Step three is when I transition that into big talk. Um, so if I'm at a party and, you know, like everyone's kind of standing around saying, oh, what do you do? I, I like to ask like, oh, what do you love to do? Or like, how do you like to spend your time when you're not working? So you get more to the heart of what people actually are passionate about. Yes. Not what they're trained to say um, by like through work or whatever. Totally. Because that is like the go-to conversation. Everyone's like, oh, what do you do? What are you up to right now? What are you doing with your life? I'm like, stop asking me. I, I, it's, it's like, it's so overwhelming. Like, it's like, yes, somebody's showing interest in you, but like not in the way that you necessarily want them to. You're like, I want you to know my heart. I want you to know my soul and, and what I love in life. So I love that. So shifting kind of like the dialogue around like, what do you do? Like very basic things to something that shows who somebody is. Yeah. Shows more of their passions. And so like, if I am doing a big talk workshop or leading an event or at a party, or even if I'm just with a group of strangers, there's two questions that I kind of have as my go-to. So if I'm in like a intellectually curious sort of crowd or like I'm giving a workshop, um, I like to ask the question, what are you curious about lately? Because that gets right to the heart of what's like top of people's minds, like what they're interested about, what they're nerding out about on their own, and they get to share it. I love that. The latest fixation. My ADHD mind would love that if somebody was like, (laughs) so what are you curious about lately? And I'm like, oh, let me pull out my notes app. Let me tell (laughs) you. For sure. My notes app. Yeah, that's like the true like indicator of what's actually on someone's mind if you go through their notes app. Um, And then if I'm like in like kind of a fun like group where people are just talking about like travel or vacations or whatnot, or just like it's a more like upbeat crowd I like to ask so what's your next great adventure because mm-hmm. um, then you get to hear about what people are excited about because I feel like a lot of times if you're at a party people are like oh like how was your vacation like it's just kind of like a go-to thing like the most interesting I mean even we when we walked in was like oh totally. how was Europe <laughs> how was Hawaii I know yeah wait I know because you like see what people are up to on social media too and you're like oh this is a good conversation starter but also it seems like in in some sense it's almost good to like enter with a little bit of small talk and then kind of jump in so people feel a little bit more more open to you do you feel like that's accurate or what would you say about that yeah definitely and like I don't necessarily show that in my videos because it would be boring totally (laughs) so I mean like big talks mission used to be skip the small talk make more meaningful connections but it's really move past the small talk to make more meaningful connections totally because sometimes you need a little bit of what like rapport building rapport for people that don't know like rapport means like just connection building trust building like someone like you know when you have rapport with someone they're going to be more likely to be open to you and have what you were saying earlier that reciprocal energy so you're saying like when you go up to strangers like (laughs) so you're going up to strangers and my question when I was like looking at your stuff like you know I think my my initial response was like well would I want to do that I guess my question was like should we want to connect with everyone like should should we want to know everyone's heart or is there like this element of needing to protect your energy or like is it just better in life to be like open and like wanting to talk to people like I guess those were the questions and like the the devil's advocate that was coming into my mind I was like well is like is there a good thing in like not necessarily opening up conversations all the time what do you think about that you know what time it is it is time to talk about our partner open which is literally my favorite app that i use every single day so i am so freaking grateful to work with them open is online on your computer but it's also an app on your phone it has pilates breath work meditation yoga classes even sound baths just anything that you need to get guided into your zone to connect deeper with yourself and i know that i sometimes need the guidance there's on-demand classes and live classes and you can cancel at literally any time in the best part guys is that you're gonna get 30 days for free 
yes, a month, even if you can't keep it afterwards, just try it out because 30 days is better than nothing. Let me tell you, I'm obsessed with this app. Go to withopen.com slash skinny dipping to get your 30 days for free or click the link below because trust me, you got to try it out quick pause to hear from two amazing sponsors who i love so much this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. i feel like in life i literally need a manual to help me through because constantly i feel on track and then i feel lost and it's like this constant cycle and i know the one thing that just kind of pulls me back to grounding is going to therapy every week and checking in with myself and listening to myself and having someone to guide me through that and that's why i love better help because therapy is not easily accessible or affordable for everyone but BetterHelp makes it so with so many licensed therapists that you can switch at literally any time and we know that you know sometimes it takes a while to find your person and we want you to find the help that you need so BetterHelp is offering 10% off your first month if you feel like trying it out on for size so that is at betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping that's better h-e-l-p.com slash skinny dipping and you can get 10% off there and it's also linked below is there a good thing in, like, not necessarily opening up conversations all the time? What do you think about that? What it comes down to is, like, at least for me personally, if I am not connecting with the people in my everyday life or strangers um, for a certain amount of time, I feel like there's something innately missing in me, like, as a human being. And if you go back, whatever, civilizations ago, I mean, everyone knew everyone in their community. Mm-hmm. And it was something that's, like, fundamental, you know, like, your tribe. Totally. we don't have in modern day society. So I feel like I have to like fight against that by doing something that might seem a little unnatural, like walking I up to strangers. That. I love that. No. And it actually is like a psychology thing. Like you probably know this, but like the safety that comes within a community within connecting to people. That's why it feels so shitty when like you're in middle school and the people don't invite you and you're left out. It's because like innately in our, in our brains within evolution, we have craved connection and needed connection because connection like in our brains equals safety Mm -hmm. you know so how do we create a safe space for other people to be able to open up like you have a magic about you obviously that when you go up to people you can immediately like I knew when we met I was just like yeah this girl has some magic to her like when you can make somebody feel like so safe to open up to you because there needs to be that openness so what do you maybe do or what can other people do to you know make somebody feel safe enough to want to open up and answer those maybe more intimidating questions yeah I think the first thing is check your own intentions like why are you doing it um, cause you can like feel when someone's like asking you something and just like, they're sucking away your energy. Mm. So I try to be really careful about that. Like, why am I doing this? Like now I've gone more into the habit of not just approaching like complete strangers, but approaching the people I pass by every day that I normally wouldn't talk to. Um, like last week I talked to the guy who I see cleaning the pool in my apartment building every day. Cause like I've seen him there for the past year, but we never talked. And then I did a big talk interview with him and then I saw him again this week. And now it's like, we've built up our relationship further And same with, like, the guy I see who does security outside of Trader Joe's. Um, I finally started talking to him. And so now, like, Big Talk has led to building relationships with people and, like, creating that sense of safety and community. Um, And, like, when I do it that way, it feels more authentic. I love that. No, I love that because also just I feel like being in somebody's space many times, like, even if you don't even, like, past verbal conversation but you know you look at each other you smile at each other you're just in each other's presence there's a sense of like familiarity almost and like 
that creates safety. So kind of like, yeah. Definitely. yeah. What do you like at parties? Like, what is the tea at parties? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty normal and chill and fun at parties. But like, of course, at parties, the thing that naturally comes up is people ask, what do you do? Mm. And I love that because I feel like I get to like or unveil my superpower because I get to immediately talk about big talk, which leads to naturally being able to have deeper conversations at these parties because usually people are like, oh, my God, I love that. Like, I hate small talk. And then like ask me, like, what's a big talk question? And then we can actually have that kind of conversation at a party. But like other than that, I'm just a normal millennial girl (laughs) yeah I drink I dance I party like I have a good time I don't like just try to like walk up to everyone um but I also um host parties now and so Mm, yeah tell us about that yeah so over the past year when things finally started reopening um after like the height of the pandemic um I hosted like this coffee big talk meetup at dogtown coffee which is right down the block and invited friends to come and like reconnect after the pandemic and then one friend said hey i run a music blog we should do something together so we came up with this concept of doing a big talk open mic night where you would be able to go to a concert like a so far sounds kind of concert but actually meet everyone in the audience and have a big talk conversation with them first that's amazing and we did one and it went so well and then we did another and another and we've done like eight of them so far Um, And we've like nicknamed them now Sonic Knights. We're still trying to get that name to catch on. But um, what I'll do is like everyone will show up. It'll feel like a normal backyard house party. But then I'll be like, hey, everyone, now go meet five people you've never talked to before and have a conversation based off of the big talk question, like what inspires you lately? Totally. And it's so simple and it like might sound like a little camp counselory in force, but it works so well because I do that. I do three rounds of that. And then by the end, it's like everyone has met everyone at the party So then you feel safe there to talk to anyone. So it's not like you're just hanging out with the people you came with or the people who look cool or whatever. And then after that, we have an open mic where we have like five to ten performers and everyone who performs feels really safe too because they've met everyone in the audience. Wow, that's literally amazing. And it just seems like obviously the people that are coming to these events are going to be the people that are willing and open it's not like they're not your crowd like it's your crowd who wants to participate in it and I know like you know the skinny dipping listeners in the skinny dipping community and you know all the people that are within my community on all platforms like they're also that kind of people like we want to have those deep conversations um and yeah I guess my question is how do you find like the bravery and confidence because I feel like you know being open and being willing is like you know, one, one side of it. And then it's also like the person, you know, wanting to open up the conversations, wanting to create deeper connections. It takes a lot of bravery. Cause I feel like there can be fear of, I feel like what comes up for me is like fear of rejection or, um, you know, worrying that maybe I'll be bothering someone. And like, obviously that comes from like reading the room and like testing the energy, like you were talking about earlier to see if people would be willing. But I guess I'm wondering like, how do you personally, and how would you recommend for everybody else to have that bravery and that confidence to go beyond the small talk? Sure. Yeah. So big talk is just like any other skill. It takes practice. Mm. Like in the beginning, I still get scared every time I have a big talk conversation or I'm about to approach a stranger but I also feel so good and fulfilled after like doing big talk is like drinking water to me. Like if I don't do enough of it, I feel like something, I feel ill. Like I need, I need that kind of connection. Um, and so like, it just takes like, you know, mustering up that little sum of courage, whatever it takes for that first initial, just like, hi, I'm doing like this conversation thing or whatever. My name is blah, blah, blah. And I want to make big talk. And then after that, like if you get rejected, like it's nothing changed, right? Mm -hmm. Like it just like you and that person lost like 10 seconds 
of whatever, but you actually gain something because you, you know, you practice having courage. But if they say yes, then it could lead to like a life changing conversation. I, I say you never really remember small talk conversations, but you remember big talk conversations. Mm -hmm. Like just simple conversations I've had have made such a dent on my life Mm -hmm. and they could take one minute, two minutes, five minutes. And they're so much more memorable than if you just pass someone by and have small talk. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And it is about practice, like with anything that you want to embody in life. Like we always talk about this on the podcast. Like it is always about just like practicing and like retraining your mind that it's like safe to do that because at the end of the day, it's like, what's your why? What is your motivation for doing that? And it's like, you know, deeper fulfillment and purpose and connection, which is just like the best feeling in the whole world. Do you have your, um, do you have your cards anywhere in the house? I I think we should like do a question or two or something like to show people what the card deck is like, guys, these are amazing. The first time like we met, she gave them to me and I've used them with like multiple I'm so excited. He's like listening to us. He's like, I'm going to come help you. Oh, he's so sweet. Okay, so um, I'll I'll take a picture of them afterwards, guys, so you can, and I'll link them on the Instagram so you guys can, like, you know, hopefully get this deck. Because it's kind of, like, almost like we're not really strangers energy, kind of, but, like, kind of better because more meaningful. Like, what do you think? It's, like, more... Okay, I, when people, like, compare to we're not really strangers, I say it's, like, we're not really strangers, but more, like, kind of wholesome, family-friendly. Like, yeah. you can bring Big Talk to work and, like, to... Like, all ages, kind of. Um, and it's more, like, positive, optimistic kind of questions. Yes. Oh, my God. Look at this question that completely relates. Okay, I'm going to ask you this. What have you done that took bravery? I would say when I left school to go work on Big Talk, because to go work on Big Talk, this whole thing about bringing people together for meaningful connections, was, like, the second lonely, loneliest time in my life. Mm-hmm. Cause I came back home and all my friends were still in school and I was just like trying to start this thing on my own. And, um, when I was just like home alone, it felt so silly. Um, you know, like I could be getting like hundreds of messages from my video on YouTube, but like in my day to day life, I'm just like walking through the world alone as like this, like supposed college dropout. Who's like just trying to make something happen yeah. before it really happened, I guess. in like in real modern life by standards. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And that did take a lot of bravery. And I, I honestly completely relate to that because I also left school. Yeah. I left school two years in university to do like photography and like uh, that. I will always tell people that was like the biggest leap of faith in my life. But I like knew so deeply like and I, I wonder like if you had the same feeling like I knew so deeply that I uh, I just needed to leave and that my I had gotten everything that I needed to there and that something like on the other side was waiting for me even though it wasn't secure like was that a huge leap of faith for you too yeah I mean it was a deep like you said a deep gut feeling like I need to be doing something different Mm -hmm. um but it was a huge leap of faith because you have to go against the grain like you meet people like us now and it's like oh we're like frolicking through life we're so happy but like (laughs) it it was so hard back then and like so many people have these stories where they had to go through this intense period of loneliness loneliness and disconnection to like become who they were meant to be Mm, no I love that it makes me so emotional because I I completely relate to that because yeah when I left school that was the loneliest time in my life I had never like actually like hung out by myself I was always a very extroverted person so yeah it's crazy doing something that's so brave and like you said people like look at us now and they're like oh my god you're so successful you're doing so much and it's like well it wasn't always like this and I did have to really kind of put my ass on the line to like hope that it would work out for me you know and like sometimes that's the motivation that you need and like 
you know, when my friends were graduating college and stuff, when they were graduating university, you know, they came to me and they're like, Kayla, like, what the heck am I supposed to do? Like, I mean, you did this and it's worked out great for you. And I always say that dropping out of school was like the best decision I made in my entire life and the biggest leap of faith and the biggest moment of bravery. Um, but you know, and, and it comes at some point, whether you finish school or you don't finish school, like there's always going to be that moment, that leap of faith to get from where you are to where you want to be. Like, there has to kind of be that surrender. So that, that's just so cool. Do you want to ask me a question? Or? Yes, please. Yeah, I would love to. I also just love these. I'm like, I want to, I, I, I'm just obsessed. Yeah, so I'll tell everyone. So these questions are designed so that every question is meant to skip the small talk, of course, but it's meant to be a question that any human being could answer because they're human, because they all cover topics like love, loss, fear, dreams, hopes, everything that makes us human. I love that. So almost like, also, I just want to like add on to that, that like maybe when other people are thinking of the questions that they could ask somebody, like, I feel like it's almost good to have like a couple questions in your back pocket that you love asking. Like you said, you love like the, what's your next adventure and, you know, have the certain ones that can kind of be your go-to that you love asking and that you're very like authentically curious about. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's so cool. And focusing on something that, you know, especially if you're talking to somebody that you don't know, focusing on something that you could ask anyone because it has to do with like being human and the human experience. So I think that's also really great insight on how to like applicably like embody the big talk is like, you know, how do you ask the, how do you ask the questions? Like, you know, ask something that like anybody could answer and relate to because we all experience, like you said, loss, grief, heartache, love, adventure, joy, passion. We all experience these things. And like, it's not something that people always talk about. So I, I love that. That's so cool. Okay. Yay. There's so many questions I want to ask you. I'm oh like, my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'll ask this one to start with, but we can also um, do another one. Okay. What don't you give yourself enough credit for? Oh my gosh. That question like gives me chills. Cause I feel like I'm always not giving myself enough credit. Um, but I would say that, uh, mm. I want to give you a hug. Right I know, <laughs> not that because I'm so emotional today. Um, what do I not give myself enough credit for, like specifically? I feel like I don't give myself enough credit for how I actually, how much I like care. Like I think sometimes like, you know, I can underestimate how much I care I can like question if I'm a good person and then like I ask the close people in my life I'm like am I a good person like and they're like Kayla like you care more than anyone I know and I feel like I don't give myself enough credit for that because I feel like it's always been very natural to me so I feel like I don't acknowledge it that much but I would say that's one thing I don't give myself enough credit for and then also I would say that you know I've created this amazing like brand and business multiple businesses like by myself and like Sometimes I focus on like moving on to the next thing and and not just appreciating how far I've come and like like the version of myself who dropped out of college and like, you know, knew that I wanted to pursue something else and pursue my photography that would eventually give me, you know, the financial stability and the work stability to like do what I'm doing now. Like, I feel like I've just figured it kind of all out as I've been going and I feel like sometimes I forget to give myself credit for that so thank you Kayla (laughs) yeah what about you what do you what do you not give yourself credit for enough um I relate like to so much that you just said um yeah about being someone who just cares Mm -hmm. so much about like doing good um 
it's not easy. No. I mean, like, I know, like, we keep talking about, like, capitalism or whatever, but that really makes it hard <laughs> yeah. to exist as a human who cares mm-hmm. in the society because you have to sacrifice things like money, unfortunately, um, and, yeah, maybe just, like, having, like, a normal, like, typical, like, definition of success. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, granted, we both have really fun lives and I'm really grateful for that but like it takes so much like fighting too like behind the scenes to have to live like that mm-hmm. um so true and to walk through the world like caring I guess yeah to have yourself open is so difficult yeah. because I feel like you leave yourself open to like being hurt like I am open and sometimes that does leave me like more susceptible to being hurt by others but I rather walk around the world feeling and open and being alive than like than not you know yeah that that's what it comes down to aliveness like mm-hmm. you're experiencing the full spectrum of humanity and human emotions and yourself and that's how I hope everyone can live yeah uh thank you for like doing this little example of big talk with me I'm like okay. I feel like we could literally do a whole podcast series just on big talk like totally. you have to make a podcast it's like the perfect <laughs> yeah. like por- perfect concept for a podcast like is that anything you would want to do in the future Definitely. It's definitely something I want to do. Like for now, I'm trying to figure out just like video, like one thing at a time. Yeah. All the pieces will come together eventually with like video podcasts. And then I hope to make like a full length documentary too. Oh, amazing. I know you, I know you mentioned that in the voice memos. That's so amazing. And you will do all those things. And also I just want to say like, thank you for just listening to me. Like, and saying those things I'm like, cause I, there also is like a degree of like, obviously like protecting your own energy and being able to be there for people without like taking it on like how do you manage that if you're asking people these two questions I'm sure people like cry to you all the time right do you always have people crying to you or am I the only one (laughs) people do cry um and I think it's beautiful when people cry it's vulnerable and amazing like I don't think it's like I don't feel like I'm taking on a burden I feel Mm -hmm. like we're both releasing because we're just being humans um and like it's not like when people cry they're like asking for something Mm -hmm. it's just about listening to one another and being there for each other and present in the moment um so I like prefer when people are emotional yeah no totally I mean it means like they they care and like I'm sure that helps you open up as a person definitely amazing okay cool I really want to like figure out some sort of like you know actionable thing that people can incorporate into their week like almost like a little challenge that sure. like people could take away also are we done or should we do one more big Let's talk do one more. i think we should do one more yeah. i felt the energy okay yeah. cool what do you miss from childhood and how can you bring that back into your life mm. yeah i think as a kid i think as a child like i was very very vibrant and i think i was like very like very extroverted and like just love to express myself I love to be dancing and singing all the time and like around certain people that part like comes out of me like my my like you know my best guy friend that I've done musical theater with since we were like 12 like whenever we're together we're dancing we're singing people think we're fucking crazy and we're having the best time ever I love that (laughs) no it's the best you would absolutely love him he is like sunshine in human form just like such a, a joyful person and um basically like I feel like I could bring more like of that like playful creative energy into my life and like the not caring as much like I definitely think I still have a lot of aspects of you know really being myself and really opening up but I do think that like in my older years like also just I've learned how to like build rapport with different people so like you know I do want people to open up to me and so I will like kind of you know you know match maybe like their 
it's just it's just like common like mirroring things you know like psychology like one-on-one like you know I don't want to be being crazy and stuff and and when someone's like very like slow and kinesthetic Mm -hmm. and, and more chill but I think for me like I definitely have taken some parts of myself and made them smaller when they didn't need to be because um maybe just like wanting people to like me more or things like that and I think as a kid like I literally didn't care like I was just like always singing always dancing like just just honestly very confident like I was a very confident kid and I think I've also grown into a confident woman but at the same time like I do think in certain situations like I maybe act more chill than I actually am naturally like I'm not the most chill person (laughs) like I mean and those close to me know like I'm I will never claim to be like chill I'm not gonna be like I'm so chill (laughs) no definitely not and I feel like I could bring back more of that like feeling like I could take up space you know mm-hmm. yeah can I ask you a question yeah. or do you want to answer that one or can I well, I was just gonna say again I relate to you so much um, tell me I love that thank yeah. you <laughs> um like I did theater when I was a kid really <laughs> and I was like super into like acting and being dramatic and blah 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 and um now like I really like songwriting and playing the piano and guitar and I just like had this realization the other day that like now the songs I write or the way I sing is like very soft and, like, when I was younger, I used to belt. Like, mm. I let my whole voice and whole body, like, be out there and perform. Mm-hmm. And now it's almost like I'm holding something back or in. And I don't know how to, like, unleash my full, like, potential or voice anymore. It's like something is blocked. Mm. Yeah, I think, like, I sing too. So I, I sing too. So I don't know if this is going to be accurate for you. But I think sometimes for me, like, maybe you could take something away for this. Like, I... um like I will like kind of sing like more softly or more chill because I can have more control over my voice that way Mm. and I can make sure that it like sounds perfect where like when you're belting like and you're you're really experimenting you're letting your voice go and I feel like you know people that struggle with perfectionism like that can be really hard because you don't want anyone to hear you off key but sometimes when you're like going out and you're letting your voice flow like there will be experimenting to find it and it is kind of like unleashing where like when I personally sing like quieter I have more control over my voice which is nice but also then it's like how am I supposed to get better at like the belting and hitting the the big notes that I want to hit I don't know does that feel accurate at all totally yeah um I always like when I see like a gospel choir I'm like oh there's just like so much soul and feeling they're just like letting it all out like one day one day (laughs) yeah it's just gotta like pick like the hardest songs to sing and play them in your car like I feel like in my car are good places for that oh I feel like cars make me feel so safe like I just (laughs) love my car at home like I love singing in my car um what kind of music do you write like what what's what's your vibe tell me oh I feel like everything (laughs) someone the other day was like I feel like your songs sound like a Disney princess singing to teenage girls. I'm like, I guess that's a genre. Like it's like very like optimistic, like loving of nature and life and love and like very like sing songy, like almost like musical theater, but like also kind of like chill and beachy, like Jack Johnson. Like, okay. It's like if Jack Johnson and a Disney princess, like were combined into one. Oh my God. I love it. No, that's amazing. If Jack Johnson and a Disney princess were combined into one, sign me up. Like, (laughs) I love that. So yeah, it has that like, kind of like, I don't know. What would you say? Like indie like kind pop? Of like, yeah, of? sure, sure. Yeah. I'm not trying to put you in a box. No, like, I mean, I love that. I like multifaceted. <laughs> but <laughs> sure. I love that. Um, okay, I really want to give people like a challenge. So what, what what do you think we could do? Like, like we could maybe like, 
you know, give people a couple questions as some options for them sure. to take away, um, to write down. I think that would be, I mean, besides the challenge, I think we should do that. Like a couple, like five questions or something. That, sure. Yeah. And then maybe some sort of challenge where they like try to open up or what, what do you think would be a yeah. good, like a good assignment? Cause people love like actionable stuff. Okay. So we just brainstormed, <laughs> um, back and forth and your challenge for the week guys is to take three questions or three moments or three experiences and allow yourself to, you know, move past small talk and open a big talk with somebody, initiate it, have that bravery, have that confidence and courage because it does just take practice to embody new things and to reprogram our mind. So we're going to give you some questions that you can pull from, um, but there's all, but she has an app and there's, there's the card game. So um, if you're like, I need some more questions, like download the app because I feel like it'll just give you more ideas for questions. And it's all about like the types of questions you're asking, you know? And I feel like once people like practice asking questions, like you'll have more questions pop into your head that you're like, oh, that's a really good big talk question. So should we read off some ones that people can practice? Oh, guys. And then do it three times during your week. Okay. Cross it off. Make it in your notes app right now. Like write a to-do list and do like big talk one, big talk two, big talk three, and then cross it off each time you do it. And then when you finish that... Send me a screenshot, DM me. That would be awesome. Yeah. Cool. I was going to say, like, I'm going to give them a gift. I was going to give them, like, a, a thing. Okay, guys. So, new plan. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, what we're going to do, guys, is you are going to DM me, and you're going to show me that you did the three big talk moments. You can even, like, summarize it for me if you want. And then you're going to be entered into a giveaway to get a free deck of these amazing cards that are going to help you open up deeper conversations. So freaking amazing. Thank you to Kleena for offering that right now because she didn't have to do that. But, you know, she, she's amazing and giving and, and so beautiful as she is. So she she did it. So we're going to do a giveaway with one of the cards. So go do the challenge. Three moments this week. Write them down, cross them off on your to-do list, then DM me, and then we will enter you in the giveaway, and we'll send it to you guys. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. A moment can just be asking yourself a question. It could be asking someone you live with a question or asking a stranger a question. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I love that. It's not about just, like, talking to strangers. It's also about, you know, creating deeper connections with yourself and with other people in your life and... You know, I think it's about asking the right questions because the right questions lead us to the right answers, which is just the really cool thing about being curious and asking questions is you get to like explore, explore what it means to ask cool questions. So we're going to give you some ideas for questions now, or if you want to download the app, like you'll have all your, all your things there. Also along with, um, Kalina's giveaway, I'm also going to throw in a little surprise for the person that wins. So go Mm. enter that guys and DM us. Okay. We are going to go back and forth and we are going to read you some questions for you guys to pull from for this week's challenge okay my first question is what matters most to you what sacrifices have you made and why what one thing can you do to make tomorrow a great day describe a time a stranger helped you what are you proud of how did you get through the hardest time in your life what could you let go of to be happier What are your favorite compliments you have received? What kind of impact do you hope to have on others? What recent memories do you cherish the most? We could go on forever. (laughs) I know. If you had freedom to do anything right now, what would you do? 
What holds you back from being the best version of yourself? If you could start your own company, movement, charity, etc., what would it be? If you could control your dreams, what would you choose to dream about? That's an interesting <laughs> one. Yeah, I throw in some wild ones in there too. Um, let's see. What do you feel is the best way to show love without spending money? Wow. Okay. That's a good one too. These are so good, guys. Oh my gosh. What do you admire about yourself? That's a great one to even ask yourself. Okay, I like this one, especially for like asking a grandparent or something. What is a life story you seldom tell? Mm, yes, I love that. I love that. What is something most people don't ask you that you wish they would? Dude, these are so good. These are such good questions. As a Gemini moon, like, I don't know if you know anything about astrology. You know anything? Not yeah. too much. So, like, your moon is the way, like, your intellectual mind, like, kind of processes things. And I'm a Gemini, which is all about curiosity questions. And, like, uh, my Gemini moon, like, I just love questions and asking the right questions. And these are amazing. Like, I want to answer. I want to talk about all of these on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like I could have a whole episode, like, dedicated to me just, like, answering different big talk you questions. You should. You should do I, one where you just answer them. And so I think can I will. learn more about you. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give you a couple decks to take home with you. Oh, I love that. Amazing. Okay, you want to do one more? Yeah. What are five things that you are grateful for? Amazing. And I'll do one more. What do you want to be remembered for? That is a beautiful way to finish because that's an amazing question. We have all the, all the questions spread out on the table right now. I freaking love this. Um, so just a reminder, guys, the challenge for this week is about taking three moments where you can move past the small talk with yourself, someone you love, someone who's a friend, an acquaintance, a stranger, somebody that you pass like during the hall, something that you pass, you know, in, in your place or, or wherever, like take three moments, write them down, screenshot it or DM me, send them to us explaining and you'll be entered in the giveaway. Woo. Yay. And thank you so much, Kalina, for coming on. Thank you for having me. This has been such a wonderful interview. It doesn't even feel like an interview. It's like a conversation with a friend period. That's like the point. Like I always tell people, I'm like, you know, I, I send people the pre-interview questions and I'm like, this is not what the conversation is going to be like. This is not what I'm going to ask you. Don't worry. I, I don't really like interviews personally. Yeah. Like I like conversations. Yeah, like, same. um, obviously like if someone has like a, su such an interesting, like, like what I want to talk about is like their life story, then it will be more of an interview format. Or if they have a really specific experience that, you know, doesn't really require a conversation, you know, mm -hmm. there's certain moments, but overall on the podcast, like I love opening up conversations, not having interviews. So that's yeah. more my vibe. Um, so I appreciate you saying that because that is definitely what I'm going for. Um, I just want you to take a moment and I want everyone to listen up. Listen up. Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, fam. Uh, I just want you to like talk about what you have going on, where they can find you. Like plug yourself for a second. Like it's, it's not selling. It's not, it's not too much. Like, you know, you are creating all these amazing things that are providing value for so many people and it's amazing and everyone needs to know about it. So I want you to take a second, full confidence, full Ooh, bravery right. and fill us in. Where can we find you? What do you have going on? How can we buy big talk? How can we get the card game? How can we participate in, in this movement? Sure. So to find all things Big Talk, you can go to the website, which is www.makebigtalk.com. And then on Instagram, I'm also at makebigtalk. And I just made a TikTok, so please follow, support. You know, I'm trying to figure out the whole TikTok thing. Follow her on TikTok. Do it. <laughs> also Do it. at makebigtalk. And then um, I have a newsletter where I send out monthly updates. I don't spam y'all. I just do like once a month. And that's, uh, you can subscribe, tinyletter.com slash Kalina, K-A-L-A-N-A. -A. And if you want to reach out to me directly, you can just email me. Kalina at makebigtalk.com or just DM me on Instagram 
And I sell the card game through my website, uh, through Amazon, through Instagram, where you click like the view shop thing. Okay, um, cool. And then on the app store, you can download the Big Talk Questions app, which has hundreds of questions on it, like some of the ones we were reading today. Um, and it's just Big Talk Questions app on App Store or Google Play. And if you want to come to some events, like just, yeah, DM me if you're in L.A., and I think that's pretty much it. Oh, last thing, if you work for, like, a big company or school or organization that, like, wants to have a Big Talk workshop, please hit me up because that's, like, also kind of my bread and butter um, for how I'm able to keep this movement going. That is amazing. I love that because, yeah, communities need to, like, have the guidance because people just don't know what to do. It's not that people yeah. don't want to do it. They just don't know how. So I think that's really cool that you're working with, like, schools and communities and things like that to help them you know create more meaningful connection within their organization or school or whatever it is I think that is so cool and guys like you can check out all the things that she just mentioned I'm going to have it linked in the description of the podcast so it's right there for you so no need to wait another minute (laughs) um and then yeah on my end guys you know like I have the shadow workbook out I have the course all the good things and then you can follow me at Sundays KK at skinny dipping diaries on Instagram and then yeah Sundays KK for all the other platforms come back every single week for more skinny dipping more opening up conversations like this honestly like the moment that I met you I was like okay our (laughs) missions like just align so So much much. like I would and like Paul who introduced us was like you're just gonna like love her like and I was, I was like, like Paul you're right I love her <laughs> I know same I actually have to text Paul he was like wait you're in town I'm like oh shit I forgot to text him um but thank you so much for coming on like I'm genuinely so grateful and thank you for holding space for me like I feel like somebody asking me questions I actually didn't tell you this yet but it's my love language a hundred percent like when I communicate to how I want to be loved to my boyfriend or to my friends I'm like I just want you to ask questions and and be curious about me like that's That's how beautiful yeah it's literally my love language so like that's why I resonate so deeply with this because I truly believe that's when I feel the most important to other people is when they're showing genuine interest in me like I just feel like that's just so cool and doesn't happen very often It, it does happen but like I would say you know, it's only the people that I really, really like connect with that even my, some of my close friends, I've had to been like, Hey, like I ask about you all the time. Like I would love if you yeah. would like show more interest in me. And you know, some people just don't know that. So yeah. Yeah. Curiosity is a love language. They should add that to the book. <laughs> it literally is. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like kind of fits in under words of affirmation cause it's words, but it's yeah. not affirmation. It's just like words in general, like saying things that mean something to people. And I think that you know, yeah, for me, it really is questions. I'm a Gemini moon. I'm like, okay, show me you love me by like, you know, I, I'm telling you about something. Ask me more. Show interest in it. And that's also how I show my love with the people around me. I'm always asking them questions and, and, and wanting to know them more so that, you know, they can feel seen and heard, which is just like so cool because we need more of that in the world, I think. Yeah, we need more of you. Never stop being a person who cares because it's really special and we need more people like that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. My last big talk question for y'all today is what did I learn today that I can take with me into my life tomorrow? Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. 
With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kintz.com slash skinny dipping. 